Ooh-wee, Risky, that is a nice fit you got there. Nice cross-Atlantic gaming hoodie. If you guys want to check out and look as good as Risky does right now, hit up shop.spreadshirt.com slash cross-Atlantic, cross-Atlantic-gaming-store. If you got all that, you win a prize. Hit it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 152 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week, as always, my co-host, Moose. Old trusty Moose. Was that the easiest URL you've ever had to use at the beginning of the show? It was easier than Twitch slash Cross Atlantic Gaming Twi- for some reason. <laughs> Twitch.com slash TV slash double back colon. www. Yep. What's going on, dude? So, yeah. How you been? Um, you know, just trying to keep myself from going crazy. Hey, fair enough. I heard it was supposed to snow there tonight. <laughs> yeah, and we got a, uh, what are they called? Excluded cohort again. So I got the mouthy one at home. Woo, woo. Your favorite. Yeah. So daddy university again. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You don't gotta love it. You got it. It's not so bad. Gotta deal she, with it. She does a really good job on her own. I just have to go back because she, I don't know if she picks and chooses or just blindly reads through things and just, you know, doesn't see them. But she usually does about 80% of the assignments. And then she always leaves one or two off that maybe she just didn't feel like doing or she's like, oh, I didn't see that. It's just selective okay, well, it was, learning. It's a lot yeah, like selective it was hearing. Right next to all the other ones. So, <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one, Dad. Cool. Sorry. Come back and do it now. But yeah, we're having fun. Um, can't complain like yeah we're supposed to get some snow here in the next few days but my grass is looking good dude i like it hopefully the snow doesn't kill it all it'll just water it once it melts it's not yeah it's not gonna be cold enough there you go that's good yeah it's uh it's supposed to get cold here this week but snow uh, who knows it's that weird like 34 is it gonna snow Uh, right we'll see so dude it was snowing when i went to pick up my middle kid today from school and it was like 42 degrees out and it was just snowing snowing like giant (laughs) fluffy flakes who knows jesse says it's supposed to snow here wednesday so what is he like a meteorologist or something wayne mahar or maybe he watches the news or has a weather app on his phone i guess it's probably the easiest way to do it hey google what's the weather going to be like wednesday oh god oh you just wrecked everybody's house it didn't do it here at least <laughs> so nobody knows You're welcome what the weather's to that, gonna be in case you needed a weather check during this podcast yeah <laughs> my bad uh anyways video game podcast what's going on another week in gaming what have we been getting into uh let's talk about something we both got a chance to hop into this week uh season two of sea of thieves came out on I want to say the 16th. That sounds right. Not positive. Okay. If you're on Twitch, the date will be somewhere on this trailer. I'm sure. 15th. Or, or Jesse's in chat. The the Prince of the Seas. So, uh, yeah. So we hopped into this game this weekend with Jesse, with Meg, and we, we took to the seas. What a, it, It's been a while since we've, we've we went sailing. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, but- you know, I, I overshot that uh, harpoon 
or is what we like to call the poon poon master like and i was a dead eye the rest of the night it's like riding a bike dude just had to get get that feeling back right because you, you know there's always a drop of that that hook there so you always got to lead it just a little bit but once you know the, the little gap there it's just snagging loot left and right and if the seas are rough i mean you gotta account for that too it takes a lot to be yeah. a master pooner talking about rough seas we tried to do uh because i'm what i'm so close to being pirate legend i'm like within five levels of you know well my lowest one or the the one that's furthest away is within five levels i'm like 45 or 46 and then the other two are like 48 and 49 and so we tried to do a uh, emissary quest <laughs> and right in the middle of it we uh everything was going great jesse was you know showing us the ropes and guiding our our voyage and then all of a sudden we get attacked by what a ghost ship uh yeah so a ghost ship and then a megalodon like back to back right so so we fight the ghost ship take it down everything's great so we're swimming out in the ocean trying to pick up all this loot from the ghost ship and a meg decides to come around because i don't know there's like the gathering of the megs or something because we got a meg on our boat so maybe that just attracts them yeah Some bananas on boat. Uh, apparently <laughs> but uh so i t- talked to jesse about this at work today and he said that there's like a known glitch that sometimes the keys don't pop up on those voyages like the one thing that you need to unlock the captain's quarters on your final destination to get all the loot so bad apparently those just aren't there sometimes and i don't know if we just missed it or if it got glitched or what but either way uh we got to our final destination but had somehow not gotten there with a key so someone swam down uh, and then the captain's quarters was locked and we didn't have a key. And we, so part of how those missions work is there's like, if you're familiar with the game, there's these seagulls that will like fly around in circles over either shipwrecks or barrels. Uh, and you kind of, as you're going along this route, that's predetermined for you, you have to stop at these things. So because we missed that, we were just kind of backtracking the best we could. And keep in mind, we got screwed up because we got, megged and pirate shipped like back to back so yeah we got spun in circles a few times and then we're like uh which way do we go so we just kept going to the same like locations that we'd already been to and it got frustrating and i was getting kicked left and right from that game that was weird like yeah i I reset my xbox and came back and you guys were like nah we gave up on that now we're just trolling people (laughs) i mean yeah it got to a point where it's like Okay, well, we tried, but as you spend more time, the amount of money you're making in the game per hour is quickly going down, so you need to make some decisions about what you're trying to do. So uh, the big new thing that was added for this season is skeleton forts. I'm not going to remember what they're called. Fortune? Fortune keeps, maybe? Or fortune forts or something? Either way, there there's this giant red skull that pops up in the sky now over certain uh, skeleton forts, and you're going to have to fight multiple bosses there. And then when you finally beat it, you're going to get uh, Athena loot, which is like the endgame pirate legend loot. You're going to get like – it seems like it's kind of like three skull forts worth of skull loot forts. in, in yeah. one skull fort. Uh, and obviously – they're going to take longer. There's multiple 
bosses that you're going to have to fight and it, the rounds are just going to take a long time. And like when we say bosses, they take an extraordinarily large amount of damage to kill, it seems Bullet like. sponges, for sure. And you don't have health bars, which is another thing. So you have no idea, like, what your progress is until finally you he, like, dies and then you get some type of music or something. Uh, so that's, mm-hmm. that's the big main part with this season. Um, I don't think it was... It's a ton different besides ramping up the difficulty and making it take longer and then just making the loot that you get more plentiful uh and i also i can't speak to it completely because we rolled up to to just one of them uh got in a fight with some people who were already there got pooped on uh and then (laughs) we didn't come back because now when you die uh your boat gets spawned way away from wherever your combat was uh just to prevent people from being a couple islands away um just fighting for hours and hours right so uh, we got to one of them. They finished it up. We tried attacking them. It didn't work out. Um, and Jesse just said in chat, it is. It, it's more of a, a rare fort as well. Um, and when these do pop up, oh, like there's this noise that goes along with it, and it goes out to the whole entire server, so they can everybody can hear it, and then you just need to find it and go to it. Uh, but because these are so coveted right now i would say and you have people who are still playing this game daily that are are very very good at the game they're just going to be server hopping until they see one of these in the sky because this is going to be your best way to get loot right now right uh you're either going to let people that haven't played in a while and are coming back for season two like us who are gonna do 90 percent of the fort for you and then they're gonna roll up and kill you and take everything uh or they're just gonna be able to knock it out quick from experience i guess or whatever but so yeah. and we, went, we did 25 levels of the battle pass in one evening uh, yeah I, like I, that, I, I was low 20s somewhere in there okay so, so they yeah. they do have their own with this being season two there's a new hundred tiers uh, of things to get uh what's nice though is that the premium pass i think it's the plunder pass or maybe the whole thing's called the plunder right. pass i don't know but the yeah. one you actually pay real money for uh, a majority of the stuff actually isn't in that one. A majority of the stuff is in the free pass, which is awesome. What you're getting out of the bottom one is you're getting some, I think they're the ancient coins, and then you're getting a ship set that was from the pirate emporium before, so it was only purchasable uh, via cash, like real real money before. Uh, so you now have the opportunity to get that this way. Um, that's how I understand it, at least. Uh Another huge change, which this is, it's weird that this is one of the biggest things in this update because it's just an emote that you unlock at level 13 for free, but there is now a barrel sneak, like a barrel hide. Right. Uh, and once you get to level 13 in the in the free pass, it's an emote where your dude just looks around quick and then pops a barrel over his head, like a food barrel that you would see everywhere. And when you do that, it's indistinguishable from other barrels like if you're sitting on a skull fort clumped in with a bunch of other barrels the only way that somebody's going to notice is if they walk up to you and try to take some food away and it's like oh this barrel's broken and then they're going to kill you uh but for being such a a weird thing 
small thing. It's completely game changing. I would think for a lot of like content creators must be having a riot with this thing right now, just getting on people's ships. Because if you don't know, if you're on a galleon, the bottom deck of a galleon is mostly just these barrels that look like this, that don't have any type of labeling or iconography. Mm -hmm. So these dudes could just, there could be four of them just sitting down in the bottom of someone's ship, just in these barrels. Uh, to or do you it. could sit on an island where people are trying to turn stuff in and just as a barrel right by the tent or the skull lady or whatever, and you know, pop out when they're not expecting it. And exactly. Swipe the loot. And I think uh, like veteran players, it'll be a little easier for them to see what's standing out because they've been to these places so often they're on all the different ships all the time. So they're going to notice if there's a random barrel or multiple random barrels. Uh, but just having like an actual sneak emote for people to like tuck on ships and tuck on islands. It, it kind of adds a whole new layer just from an emote, which, which is pretty right. cool. But as far as the season goes, uh, it, it didn't seem like there was a, a ton added. Uh, there is a new merchant quest, which we didn't do. The merchant quest we did was from last season, I think. So you're gonna. This is the okay. second time they're doing another new merchant quest. So it's kind of weird that they didn't add something else for like gold hoarders or uh, the right. order of souls or something. Um, you think they would have got something new? But it's another merchant one. Uh, but to be fair, I don't know if you agree, but doing merchant quests was always the worst, and that's why there was right. always like the last one to level up that's why it's my lowest level because who wants to tote goods around that's not fun (laughs) right pirates so it it is cool that there's multiple ways to level up in that faction now but before it was just like uh we have extra gems laying around which you can turn into anyone it's like right yeah turn them into the merchants because we're not doing merchant contracts no thanks um i think we, we had a good time though um and we still haven't really touched the quote-unquote campaign of it, right? The tomes. I don't even know where those tomes are from. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it the, started out with, like, the first three of them, and we, I think we did them, and then now there's, like, 12 or 15. I know they have the story things, right. but the last one I did was, like, an Indiana Jones one that was super dope. But I, as yeah, far as the, the story the, missions the go. The room was, like, filling up with water, and you had to fill, fill it excuse me, figure out the puzzle before the room sealed off. So there might, there may have been more of that added. I, I can't even think of what I they're called, is. but yeah, the, uh, the PVE like story missions or whatever. I'm not sure if those are still getting added as frequently. Cause I know there, it was a big thing for, for a little bit there. Um, so yeah, uh, it was fun. It was fun getting back into it. That game, if you're playing on a series X, uh, running at 4k 60, feels great can't play it on a controller to save my life for some reason so i every time i've played it since i got my series x i'm plugging my mouse and keyboard right into my xbox and it it works perfectly uh this is one of the only games i prefer mouse and keyboard for for whatever reason uh probably because used to it it's so much like sword combat for me so when i do need to make precision shots it's maybe i'm a little slower than i would be on controller but as far as like movement and getting around and be able to turn and slice and do all that also you're everything on keys instead of on a wheel oh i think is an advantage yes you want an instrument hit the i button for an instrument right <laughs> like yeah there's definitely 
Definitely I'm always like, because there's like three different wheels of menus, and I'm just like, Jesse, where do I find this? <laughs> and then he's like, yo, hit tab, and you're like, what What's do you tab? mean? <laughs> there's, there's no tab button on my controller. Um, I don't have a tab button. No tab buttons. Uh, but yeah, like we said, uh, the the Renown system, the whole Battle Pass thing, we got through 20-ish levels, at least 20 levels, we'll say, in right. the course of, what do we play, like five, four or five hours maybe? Four hours? Yeah, something like that. Something like it didn't that. feel like it was super long, but anytime you have a Sea of Thieves, thes- excuse me, Sea of Thieves session, it it's going to be a, a lengthy game. Yeah, they're time. not they're not short unless you're just sat on doing like one quest and that's it. Uh, but right, uh, a lot of neat stuff in there. Lots of gold, uh, cosmetics, all that kind of stuff, and. Yeah, uh, it, it's a good time to hop in. I think right now you're probably going to have the most interaction in the world, um, in the game world, than you would any right. other time with the start of a new season. A lot of them will be good players, sure, but you're also going to get people like us who haven't played in forever but want to check out what's new. Uh, so it's a good time to hop in, and especially... We'll if you are loot. And, yes, and we can always do skull forts for you and then let you have all the loot. That's always fine Dude, we did so good at that one school for like i sunk the ship super quick and we had like two of the three people killed and then all of a sudden we were all dead <laughs> it happens it happens it happens <laughs> we did a skull for later in the night i think like a normal one and not right yeah out we finished quick. one out and then called it a night just so we could say that we got something so accomplished we did something i think i got like 70k on the night i if i think yeah. i think right around something there to, but those uh mad at. the new forts I think Jesse said he watched some stream. The guy turned in. It was like 350K or something. Jeez. Outrageous, which I only had $400,000. So thinking that I could like double it from doing one uh, four to fortune. Woo. Craziness. I think I've got like 1.5 million. I just don't ever go to the stores to see what there is to buy. Yeah. Oh, Jesse cracked But I did me. tell Meg I needed to buy a new dress. So A new, a new dress for your guy? <laughs> Yeah, my uh, big fat hairy pirate. <laughs> <laughs> that that fort we went to, that was the one that had the the sloop there. So it was just two guys, and we rolled up and killed them and finished their yeah. fort and left. <laughs> they probably just friends turned off there. the Xbox and called it a night. Uh, that yes, would not surprise me. That's what I do usually when I get rushed by bigger crews. Yep, it's no fun. Two v fouring. You got my treasures. I'm going to go do something else now. Yes, sir. Uh, you go to the Sea of Thieves? Yeah, I think so. All righty. Um, another thing I got to hop into this week um, for a little bit was Amazon's new streaming service, which I think we talked about a couple months ago when they announced it. It's called Luna. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I just got the invite because I use prime enough probably or like i spent enough time on amazon uh but i got an invite to check get out in early access right now for it's weird because it's early access and you have to pay for it after the first week so essentially i had like a free week of it and then if i want to continue to play it it's 5.99 um a month and i i don't think this is going to the only place i checked it out was via uh, a web browser um something Mm -hmm. that as of right now, this current day, unless it's in closed beta, which I think it was, uh, for Game Pass and xCloud, um, I can't check that out yet. So this was my first look into potentially what 
playing my games and my game library through a web browser on anything essentially uh it was my first look into that so going into i think they have 79 games or 80 or something like that uh and i hopped into a bunch of different games of varying calibers i would say like the quest for gilgamesh is one of the steam world games steam world dig games mm-hmm. uh and it's like a, a card battler so i checked that out and obviously that that was fine nothing too bad there but then they also have one of the bigger games they have is uh oh man metro metro exodus i think that's the Mm -hmm. newest one um i I hopped into that from i was i was on my lunch okay at work just so everybody knows and make that clear uh but just through Mm -hmm. my work laptop uh (laughs) i was on amazon and like when i initially clicked the luna button to like launch it it brings you to like amazon.com slash Luna. So you see like your cart and you see all this normal stuff you'd see, but then you're in like the Luna part of it. Like they're streaming part of it. And you literally have your catalog of games, the the 80 or whatever that comes with the $6 a month thing. Uh, and you click it and it starts right up and it plays at, at least 30 frames, I think, sometimes. And this is going to be completely dependent on your internet connection, obviously, because you're not depending on your system to do any of the hard work. You just need to have the internet to get the game streaming to your monitor or whatever. Uh, so I loaded up uh, Metro Exodus, and, dude, it works fine. Like, it's it was nice. the weirdest thing. And because it's on a web page, if you, like, alt-tab to something like if you pause your game just alt tab quick like nothing is bogged down i went into my task manager at one point and like 25 percent of my cp it was either my cpu or gpu i don't know was being used like it was it was nothing and the game was running at 1080p 30 60 i'm not sure somewhere in there um but yeah it was crazy and for six dollars a month, uh, if you're not in the Xbox ecosystem, that's uh, that's right. the only thing is that once XCloud is out for this, uh, and it comes with your like ultimate subscription for fifteen dollars a month, the catalog mm-hmm. of games on Game Pass is just huge. So, yeah, but how long is Game Pass going to stay at fifteen dollars a month? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've at thought about some that before. Point, everybody sees this being a huge success maybe even by the end of the summer they jack that bad boy up five bucks and it's still going to be worth that price point and they probably they probably know that (laughs) so right they could be they could charge fifty dollars a month and it'd still be a good value don't the amount of studios and like it just acquisitions they've been making right for sure um uh and then the the last Oh, yeah, go for it. This, way, this is this is like the way that um, Stadia should have rolled out. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and they're back by they they've got the Twitch backbone with them too. So exactly, you know, a lot of their infrastructure and all that stuff should be there already, right? So yeah, and just bringing up the Luna like homepage through Amazon, uh, it'll give you the game. It'll give you some trailers for it under it. And then there's another section, maybe like halfway down the page, that has like the top five 
Twitch streams that are playing that game you're looking at right there. So you can easily click into that because they're obviously not going to be shy about advertising Twitch <laughs> through through Luna. So yeah, right. and I'm assuming going forward you'll also see like integration with some of their games or things you can do that way. Um, it's a cool service, but I I just think that once I can go to xbox.com slash play, I think is what they said is going to be. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's already like included in my ecosystem and what I'm doing. I'm going to have right. no it's reason. It's going to be tied in like EA play. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have no reason to check out Luna once I get that. Uh, but just see, getting a taste of what it was going to be like and how easy it's going to be. Like, I'm pumped, pumped for streaming through the web for like Game Pass or for XCloud. It's it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and you'll be able to play your saves and whatnot. Like I started, uh, I started up Ghost Runner, which I was primarily just playing on my PC. Uh, but because mm-hmm. this was the Luna version of Ghost Runner, I had to start the game over again. And like that's not great. Right. With XCloud, no. it's going to be like pick up wherever you left off. So, dude, I don't know. It, it's it's really good, and I think it's a good option right now. I just don't know how well it does once XCloud is there. And that's the same thing that happened with Stadia. It's like XCloud on mobile came out at the same time as that, and Stadia got you think this might be something they just end up including with prime at some point? Uh, that's what, and Jesse had asked me cause he was talking to me about it. He's like, do you get like, is this like free with prime and you get a discount for it? And I was like, as far as I know, I don't, but that makes a lot of sense. Like it just one sure. more incentive to spend $120 a year for a prime subscription. Like is that how much I'm paying. Yeah, dude. And funny enough, I didn't realize it until I just saw it on a bank statement one year. I was like, Oh, this isn't a hundred dollars anymore. What up? Cool. Uh, it's like I paid one hundred twenty dollars to Amazon. And they didn't deliver anything. <laughs> Nothing came on time. <laughs> Perfect. Um. So yeah, it's cool, and I think it, it was a good look into what XCloud's going to be through through the web, and it's looking good. All the streaming stuff I think is great if you don't have access to your systems. Sure. Or your setup, so. Well, yeah, I think that you know XCloud once it gets up and running and <clears throat> gets their tiles placed on all the Roku's and Chromecasts and you know all those devices, it's going to be the best way to go. So that was another thing that because Amazon has their Fire Sticks or whatever, Luna is mm-hmm. an app on the Fire Stick right now. So you you have that Fire Stick with you, you, you have right. a Bluetooth controller, like you're set, dude. You're going to have someday we could potentially have a Roku stick with all of our Xbox libraries like in our pocket. It's, I don't know. Right. It's cool. The future is awesome. That's what they want. They want, you know, they want to be Netflix of gaming. So they're well on their way. Yeah. It's, uh, I think I was sketched out and nervous about it at first, but it, it definitely runs well if you've got the internet for it which nice. you don't need a ton of internet. It doesn't need to be that yeah, good. So you don't have the good kid, do you? No, I especially, out. I guess at work it was, is it worse or better at work? Wi-Fi is definitely worse. Yeah. Hardwired. I think I'm better at work. Something like that. Cause but, it's probably like a T one line or something. Right. So, um, 
yeah, the uh, Luna's good. If that's what you're into. Another, another option when you're pooping, huh? 100%. Oh, okay. <laughs> For real, last thing. They do have the they have the Ubisoft Pass thing or whatever. I don't know what it's called. It's like a Ubisoft Pass that you you can add that developer into your Luna subscription uh, for, I think this is like an extra $14.99, so it is a lot, mm-hmm. but it was- Because that's what the Ubisoft Pass costs, I believe. Okay, so that's that's just something you can add directly into Luna. So gotcha. that's kind of cool. If they get like, if Square Enix does this sometime or something like that, and you can kind of piecemeal what you want when, that's right. cool. that's awesome. So, um, just a just another option there for where you could play some Ubisoft games, but some more subscriptions that you can forget about. Yeah, funny enough, I again Apple Arcade, five dollars a month. I saw it pop up in an email today. I was like, oh, I might as well just switch Since that it's inception, right? Switch that to yeah, exactly. Got the free trial for a month, and we've been paying five dollars <laughs> a month since. Uh, might as well swap it out for a Luna sub. Dude, I have like. 30 audible credits <laughs> and you know how my you know how my subscription is no like that i don't get any more credits is because my credit card expired and i just never added another one into it and you still have I all those for that credits. Crap for like yeah dude i pay for it for like three years or something like that and just didn't get any books my wife's just been using it that's awesome <sighs> good old subscriptions um all right i don't think i really played too much else this week did you uh just outriders but you know that's our game of the month so we can talk about it or we can wait doesn't matter to me dude well we've got a play date tonight i decided the only way i was gonna get this played is if i set a time up and just went for it so we're gonna dive into that tonight um and let's talk about it a little bit more tomorrow uh but we can give people a brief synopsis of what outriders is in case you live under a rock outriders is a dark and desperate journey discover the hostile planet of enoch as you embark on a journey to the source of a mysterious signal it's an intense shooter deep rpg a true genre hybrid outriders combines brutal and bloody combat with deep role-playing systems including sprawling skill trees and endless gear modifications so if you're not playing it right now you might as well hop into it it's a loot and shoot with an ending, not a games of service game. You can roll credits, feel satisfied, be done with it. And in my opinion, the story doesn't matter. And if literally just shoot and blow stuff up and you can roll credits. From what I played, the skills <laughs> ton of fun. Don't have that oh, yeah. much fun anywhere else with abilities. Some of these abilities are top notch. So uh hop in there, guys. If you do have feedback, uh you can hit us up on Twitter at CAG Podcast or if you're in Discord, we have a Game Pass roulette channel. So, you and can, if you're not, come join us. Do it. Links for that are in the show notes. All right, you ready to get into some news? Um, yeah, I guess we'll find out what's going on. Let's get into some news. All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Well, speaking of uh, Amazon in their gaming um, department or s- sector, got some not so great news for them this week as well. So, uh, 
the the game that was they were working on with the Lord of the Rings, it's apparently been canceled. Uh, it's basically over a, dis, a dispute that they've had with Tencent that's been going on for so long that uh, it's just not worth it for them anymore. So <clears throat> it um, sucks because that's such a big IP. <laughs> like, right. so many people were excited about that game. Uh, and now it's gone. So yeah, basically just the overlord Tencent made this one go away. And this is rough. This is right after Crucible got canceled a couple a couple months ago. The game that got put into alpha and beta and then taken out and then just completely canceled and yeah, they just shut her down. Amazon Studios Maybe not a, not a great gaming track record so far yeah they might be backpedaling on there you know they might be doing a google and just scrapping the whole game development side of this whole thing and just going as a part of you know a service it just sucks because like that's i think that was announced like two or three years ago or something right so you know they've done like a substantial amount of work on the game and this is all coming down to like some weird stupid corporate business issue that none of the devs have any control over, and now they're just like, oh, they yeah. see it as a number on their balance sheet, and they're like, this is not making money. This is just bleeding. We need to cut it out. Yeah. So that's so, that's terrible news. I think we all. I think Bezos is hurting. You know, he he got chopped in half, and I think he only made like a hundred billion back last year. <laughs> <sighs> what to do with so little money? Right. So yeah, that's unfortunate. I could probably find something, but yeah. So yeah, no more uh, Lord of the Rings game coming to the Amazon gaming platform. So bummer for that, but who knows? Maybe it'll get picked up somewhere else, unless somebody that owns the the license basically has shut it down. So right, we shall we see. We shall see. Uh, did it? Did you watch the Nintendo Indie World Showcase? Last week was it? Last week, yeah, yeah. It, was, it happened uh, like the day after, or it was announced the day after our podcast, as usual. Yeah, I think it, it was on like a Wednesday or Thursday or something. But yeah, I, I tuned right. in. It was only it was a short one. It was only twenty minutes long. Twenty minutes, right? Yeah. So, uh, anything yeah. stick out to you? Um. So yeah, I had, I had a couple things that were exciting for me. The first being, um, Ali Ali. Was it called Ali Ali World? Yeah, Maybe? yeah, dude, that was the one that if I said any of them, I thought that you'd think I was odd for it. But yeah, that game looks like it's a lot of fun. Nah, dude. So have you played any of the other Ali Ali games? Yeah, I played them on mobile or okay. on an iPad or something. So last I checked, which was sometime last week when I first saw this trailer, but uh, the Ali Ali like collection on Switch was like two ninety nine or something. Like, oh, nice. Go grab that on Switch it. if you don't have it. No, I, I, because I already own them on Xbox or something, <laughs> which is usually I don't care about right. that. But, and just seeing this, I was like, cool. I can't wait to play this game. Uh, but yeah, if you're, if you're not familiar with Ali Ali, it's just a little side scrolling, um, skateboard game. Uh, right. And this just seems like a more fleshed out, bigger version because the, the original games were just kind of level based. So, You'd get your like overall. It was almost map. like a runner, right? Yeah, and then you'd have different uh, things to like check off, 
like do a kickflip mm-hmm. over over rail or something uh and you'd kind of go through each level and then you could go back and replay them to get more stars and then you get enough stars you'd unlock more worlds i as far yeah. as i remember Typical that's what it was like game. yeah um it was a ton of fun though so when i saw it pop up here i was like all right you, you don't need to sell yeah, me because it looks like it's it's like almost like a, it's not isometric and it's not 3d it's still side scrolling, but it looks like you know you can choose different paths and levels, and so, you know yeah. there's secrets in different places. And they handle it in a way where, like, if you see a different path in the backdrop of your 2D plane, you need to like jump at a certain time. So then you like hop right. up onto that second <clears throat> pathway that might look like it's further behind where you were or whatever. Uh, it, dude, it it looks super like the graphics are kind of different. This is like more cute scene like mm-hmm. i want to say like family cartoony. friendly like cartoony and just just fun like and those games are fun to begin with so this coat of paint on it as well it's just yeah dude i'm definitely down for some ali ali and I'm, I'm scrolling through the rest of the games here and you know none of them really stuck out to me there was a lot of like story driven narrative type games don't it, you think it started off um with a thing called road road 96 I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like you said, uh looked super super story based. Uh in mm-hmm. this person is just retelling their time that had happened and he's like, "I was on road 96. I was on road 43. I was on road here. I met this person. Right. They stole my money. I met it's... this person. They were my best friend. I met this person." It's just you they're kind of explaining all the branching paths uh yeah, of this, it's, it's that you can go down the like, story. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, Back in elementary school, when you found the hidden grail of uh, choose your own adventure books at the library, literally exactly what this looks like is, yeah. is a choose and your then, own. You know, if you want to do this, turn to page so and so. If you want to do this, turn to page. But you're not turning pages anymore. It's all automatically. I, it's not procedurally generated, right? Uh, no, how it assume. almost feels like it is, but oh, yeah, just because there's so many options and they're oh, here, yeah it says right here you can seemingly take 148,268 different routes in this game okay <laughs> I, they because they did throw a number up at the end of the trailer so that, right. that must have been exactly what the number was so yeah it's a game where you can just go go crazy experience and it's a road trip in the 90s vibe okay yeah that's what that's what it felt like uh and then after that there was another story game uh something that came at the very end of it it was like their mm-hmm. one more thing uh oxen free too which okay. i know oxen free was not for everybody i love the hell out of that game that first game though so this being i wasn't in my head at all it was nowhere in my brain i assumed oxen free done you beat the game there's no nothing else to to be told there uh but yeah they're like oh this thing is over and then like one more thing they didn't actually say that but uh, right. a trailer for Oxenfree 2 popped up, which has an actual name. Lost Signals, maybe. Yes, Lost Signals. Um, so I think that was big for me. Uh, another one mm-hmm. that looked super weird, and I don't know if you remember this one. I'll bring up a trailer now. Uh, a game that lasts 400 days. You remember that? That game looks so stupid. <laughs> You're literally like a personal assistant that sits on his butt with nothing to do until this guy shows up. What? I mean, 
I'm hoping it's more than just sitting around, but the, I know it is. But like you've got to basically prepare for you know whoever you're taking care of. But that's the thing. In the next four hundred days before they show up, and you know things obviously go awry, and you've got to put out <laughs> fires, and you know. To me, it looked like, uh, and if I'm remembering it correctly, they were kind of like, do whatever you want for this for these four hundred days. Uh, if you want to just log back in in 400 days and see what happens when he wakes up cool do it but it's weird because the game's like on a counter and you can see it on the top of the screen like right 378 days 19 hours 12 minutes 31 seconds the game just looks so dumb to me it i don't disagree i right. the only reason i will give it any credit is because i haven't seen something like this where if, and you had you didn't come up with the idea, so you I, shouldn't call it dumb, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, that game's called The Longing, and it's actually uh, was launched that day, right? That day on the fifteenth. Uh, so it's available yeah. there. I don't know how the countdown clock works. If it's like when you start up the game, it's four hundred days, but it's four hundred real life days, like your four hundredth day. Yeah, something is going to happen in the game. So what happens? If you're not there on the 400th day, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Does it just still happen? And then you come back and like, hey, this is Chuck, right? And like, <laughs> I don't know if you get different endings. I would assume so. You get like a different type of event that happens depending on how much prep work you did. But like, what if there's somebody who wanted to put like hundreds of hours into this for some reason? Would it be that vastly different? It's just such a weird thing that that's why I'm interested by it. I'm not going to buy it. I It is, as you said, kind of dumb. But I want to <laughs> see what happens. Like sure. I'm going to go to YouTube this watch, in 400 days to be like, Exactly. Watch a hell? video of somebody's review. But what a weird thing to have like a very specific time that doesn't matter what you're doing. I've, right. I don't know. It's different. It's yes, absolutely, and that's what you get in indie showcases. Is different. Yeah, Ryan but, asked uh, how much I it is. Two, I would assume like two more 20. things. Go ahead. Ryan was just wondering Ryan how much said, it was, and I <clears throat> said I assumed it's probably like twenty bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't pay. <laughs> I don't even know five dollars, <laughs> but you know, curiosity may kill the cat if it gets on a good sale. Yeah, for sure. That is kind of what so, I like. uh, Yeah, a couple more I wanted to talk about. Uh, first was just kind of a by the way. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is coming to the Switch same day, I believe, right? Which is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, because that wasn't announced previously to this showcase. Right. What a what a perfect game to be on exactly. the Switch. Give everybody Especially a joy like, Online co-op where you could link up with, you know, three other people with switches and just beat them up through the city that too and i mean i was even just thinking like for your house if you have an extra set of joy cons hanging around give two yeah. of the girls you and meg take one you each are just using a single joy con like this game is perfect yeah for it's, that. it's literally probably jump and attack right that's what it was on game boy i i think that's actually all it is so and if you push both of them together you got like a super a, attack a or something super, yeah special attack mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's dope i'll definitely be picking that up unless you do <laughs> yeah i can grab that one looks cool and then uh the other game that was kind of like right up our alley was uh skull yes and it's i had a, that trailer hero slayer <laughs> perfect yeah hit it 
So yeah, this is a, a hero slayer. And I'll just read the little tagline here in the review. It says, Skull of the Hero Slayer is a fast-paced action roguelite with cool with a cool retro aesthetic where you can switch abilities by switching skulls. There are 90 characters to play, as which seems to guarantee guarantee to provide hours upon hours of entertainment. So it's just kind of mix and match the way you want to create your hero and then go dungeon go, go dungeon slaying. So yeah, it it reminds me cuz it's a roguelike, so it reminds me a lot of Dead Souls, like the combat, the 2D plane. Right. Um but how you're getting different like abilities or your different playable characters, it's your guy literally just like finding a different skull in the world and then swapping them out and then having like new abilities based off of whatever skull you got. So if you think of something like what was that game that chocolate played a while back Headlander. where your heads popped off <laughs> what was it i think it was called headlander yeah i think it was but that's similar to this but this looks way better this looks, yes if you're gonna play a good one of these this looks like the one um yeah i don't know it yeah like it's you said pretty art style it right looks kind of like a chucklefish type game you know as far as the art style goes yeah and combat looks smooth it it looks like the next good it's a 2d platformer though so that's that's one thing that you know if you don't like the 2d aspect because usually the 2d games i feel are a lot harder than the the isometric roguelites because you can only move you know two directions as opposed to eight right the uh i think if if you like dead cells that's the closest comparison i can come up with or hollow knight hollow knight yeah so yeah, that one looked cool. Were there any other ones that you wanted to touch on, or can we move on? Um, this wasn't. Well, there's two things. This is kind of weird. Uh, okay. The House of the Dead is getting remade on the Switch somehow, like the arcade shooter. So shooter. Yeah, it's so, probably going to use Joy Cons, you know. Right. Like you do in uh, what's it called, Mario Party, and all those type games. Yep. So, so that's interesting to see what that is. I used to love that game back in the day. I would always play the arcades. Um, and then, dude, I had the uh, light gun for my Dreamcast. Did you? Like that's. It was amazing. That's sweet. So I'll be interested to see what this one looks like when it's docked and you're using a Joy-Con right. to point and shoot. I guess. Um, or with the rumored upcoming, you know, Switch Pro or whatever they're going to call it, and then hopefully they have, you know, what do they call them? What do they call the like you know guitar hero and light guns like rhythm and, games what do they call those peripheral games no no that the attaching i don't know there's a name for it peripherals but peripherals yeah so like you know light gun guitar hero stuff stuff like that hopefully they come out and develop something like that because slide your joy con into a pistol so, exactly <laughs> i dig it I'm sure. Yeah, I'm slide sure it into the back made. of a pistol, and the trigger hits the little yes. bumper on top, or you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like that could be cool. Um, so yeah, the house that did remake, I thought that was interesting and something that they briefly passed over. And then the other thing that they briefly passed over, which makes more sense, uh, but Fez, I don't know if you ever played Fez, that like puzzler from ages ago. They made a documentary on Netflix about. Or, 
I think it was like one episode of a documentary about small indie studios. Uh, but this dude that made mm-hmm. Fez, it, it's a incredibly good uh, 2D puzzler where you're kind of messing with the world around you uh, to change the view of where you are. So like if you're climbing a tower, you could rotate the tower and then you could see new platforms that you may not have been able to see before. Uh, it's, a, it's a super wow. good puzzler. It was never on Switch though. So that's coming out on Switch. If you never gotcha. got a chance to play it, perfect place to play it for your first time, for sure. Um, other cool. than that, I don't know. There was a lot of stuff there in a little twenty-minute presentation. It, it was a decent and a decent amount of things where I was like, "Oh, okay, sure, I can get I like, behind that." Yeah, I like that. You know, I like that way better than the four-hour presentation that Microsoft did a couple of weeks ago, and you know, <laughs> sprinkled game videos in between you, a bunch of panels that nobody cares about. Yeah, you learned more in these twenty minutes than you did there. So, right. Yep. So check it out if you haven't, and you have a Switch because there's some cool stuff coming up, and most of these release dates are pretty close to now, or if they already hadn't been dropped, a lot of them dropped the same day. Seemed like, and even the the oxen free too it was like 2021 so didn't give a release date but right in within the next eight months so cool there you go all right i'm gonna let you take over this next story because i refuse to watch any sort of resident evil showcase so take it away buddy <laughs> uh fair enough let me uh bring that article up quick um well i mean first and foremost they started the it was about a 20 to 30 ish minute uh presentation for it was the it's called the resident evil showcase um Mm -hmm. they started off with a trailer that they haven't showed before for resident evil village uh looks super creepy uh chris redfield is going to be in it in some capacity who has somehow made his way into what feels like every single resident evil game ever so he's gonna be there um but how good this game looks and the lighting and just how creepy it is you better not ever touch this one don't do it no i won't you're not you're not gonna enjoy yourself i don't need a whole village of freaking witch doctors and crap that last game that i played three hours of scared the crap out of me yep uh, so this is just uh, more first-person Resident Evil. We, we've seen trailers for it before. This kind of just goes, shows some more areas, I would say, some more enemies, uh, that kind of stuff. So you can check out the trailer for that. Uh, they also announced that, uh, what's it called? Oh, Mercenary Mode. So some of the old, older and newer Resident Evil games have uh, a Mercenary Mode, which is kind of a get from point A to point B and fight a bunch of things. It's a lot more arcadey than a traditional Mm -hmm. Resident Evil game. Uh, So Mercenaries mode is coming to uh, Resident Evil Village. So that's cool. A good addition for fans of that game mode uh, for the Resident Evil games. What else? Uh, Oh, this one's cool. Resident Evil 4, probably my favorite Resident Evil game, is coming to VR. They it, It was weird watching this, and then in the middle of it, you just see the oculus quest like logo come up and i was like oh what's going on here uh but they remade the game for well not remade i would say they just moved the camera angle and made some things that you kind of mess with so like the puzzles in game you just have your hands and you're gonna do whatever you'd be doing in the the third person game uh in first person now in vr so nope (laughs) i I don't think we won't be doing that 
I don't think it's the scariest Resident Evil by any means, uh, but it has a lot of good characters and a good story. So uh, cool that it's going to be in VR. If you are a Quest 2 or- owner, uh, that's what they showed. I don't know if it's going to actually be on other VR systems. Not sure. Either way. Uh, they also showed a trailer for Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Um, this takes place two years after Resident Evil 4. So you got Leon Kennedy. Uh, he's going to be your main protagonist with Claire Redfield there as well. Um, if you saw the other animated Resident Evil movies, this is looks just like that, except for this is going to be on Netflix. Uh, so Netflix is going to have a Resident Evil movie there. Um, so you can check that out. Um, what else? A Dead by Daylight crossover. Cool. That's like the Friday the 13th similar game, right? Uh, yep. And it's also one that does crossovers with everything scary. So there's that. Uh, no, and sir. then what's up? I said, no, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't played it. Cause I'm not a fan of the scary games. And then, Except for when I get to be Jason and use all those superpowers. <laughs> yeah, when you're the one doing the, the scary things, then it's okay. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. The last thing that's worth mentioning is that they're going to be doing a demo for Resident Evil Village. Uh, it's going to come out for all platforms. Uh, in North America, it's going to be May 1st at 5 p.m. Pacific. Europe, May 2nd at 2 a.m., whatever that time is. Uh, The demo essentially is one hour, one hour of playtime. There's two locations. There's the village and there's the castle. So you can dedicate your hour of demo time to one of them, or you can split them in half if you want. You can kind of do whatever you want, go between the two areas. Uh, For PlayStation, PlayStation playstation 4 and 5 good lord uh you do get the demo it looks like a week earlier for the castle demo and then a week before that you get a village demo it's only available in an eight hour window so if you're interested in that you got times for those uh those are just going to be half hour demos but there's an eight hour window that you can do it in super convoluted super weird super dumb but sony needs something right now right so I don't know, dude. I am not going to jump through hoops to crap my pants. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and Resident Evil 7 ended up in Game Pass, so I wouldn't Resident Evil Village right. eventually. <laughs> enjoy yeah, it'll your be there. Like, within demo. a year. We'll enjoy Did uh, 4 ever make it, the remake? I have no idea if it's there. Because that's, like, been the the best, most touted Resident Evil game in recent recent. No. Yeah, it was, History, one, I guess. it was like the first in the trilogy of the third person ones. And everyone loved it. So, yeah. I mean, five was awesome, too. Six was the one where it was kind of like, what are we doing here? And seven. But didn't they just person. remake like four last year? Was it a com- complete remake? I mean, Resident Evil 4 has yeah. been on everything. I don't know if it was like remade, remade, though. Maybe it was, dude. I don't know. There was I, one last year, I thought, like over the summer or in the fall that everybody was raving over. Like, well, yeah. It was an re- original PlayStation game or uh, PlayStation 2, maybe. Okay. So, 
Ryan said in chat, it was Resident Evil 3 was remade. That was right after, that was like the year after Resident Evil 2 was made. Resident Evil 2 had a ton of hype, ton of or awards and stuff. Uh, 3 looked like it was it was similar to that, but didn't get the same amount okay. of hype. Uh, four, Maybe it was 2 that I yeah, remember then. Two was two was the big one because that was the first time where I was like, yeah. this is a complete different way because that went to third person where before it was like the cameras that were stuck in certain right. locations with like tank controls. Uh, it took the same path as uh, Final Fantasy as far as remakes go and just like made a completely different game, right? Right. So yeah, that was that was two. Same and story, three. but yep. So yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of Resident Evil. You're probably pumped for this game. Uh, we'll see. I need to be in a very specific headspace for a game like this, I think. Or it needs to be yeah, a... I'm not uh, saying I won't pay it, play it, but I might need some incentive from somewhere. <laughs> fair. We'll see what we can do about that. <laughs> couple uh, subs, you know, a couple sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it though. Uh, it, again, this was another like twenty-minute thing and decent amount of info. If you're into Resident Evil, Three. this is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So up next, we got a little bit of uh, E3 hints last week. So Ubisoft announced that there's going to be a Ubisoft Forward, and the date is going to be what June twelfth, starting at noon Pacific. Yep. So that'll be three o'clock risky time. Yep. One o'clock my time. Figure it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is just their normal E3 thing that's happening during yeah, E3. So the rest of this article is just people projecting what they might see. So I would assume more of that Far Cry Six game that we've just been seeing trailers for for a while. Yeah, with Gus. With Gus Fring. Yep. Yeah, Los Pollos Hermanos. Probably not going to see any Watch Dogs stuff unless it's DLC or something, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Multiplayer. Uh, but Immortals may have some more DLC coming out. Brian we said. Get to see the next Assassin's Creed IP, I assume. Yeah. So when um, did. Uh, Skull and Bones, if that game never got buried somewhere, <laughs> see what happened to that. Valhalla, Valhalla <laughs> came out last year? Last fall. And they've been doing so, every two years for these new games, right? They did Origins, and then they did Odyssey the next year, and then they took a year off, I believe. They Origin and Odyssey were back to back years. Maybe they were. I for some reason Maybe I thought not, dude. I, I don't know. I thought the new set of them, like these newest ones since Origins, they were were spaced out like two years. But nearly. I could be wrong. Yeah, okay, so Ryan said they were. So I, I wonder if we do get an Assassin's Creed, maybe a just tease a, a or te- something. A teaser, Yeah. just kind of set the scene. But I wouldn't expect anything to come out this year. Because what's going to happen is like people got fatigued with the, with the franchise before Origins. Right, because they're 80-hour like, games. And they're back-to-back every year. So uh, I'm okay with a little more time. I can finish up uh, Valhalla sure. and play Odyssey someday. And Origins. <laughs> I beat Origins. Did don't don't oh did you? Okay, I was gonna yeah, say don't one. sleep on Bayek. He's a really good character. I love Bayek. Yeah, I love that whole game. I probably they're all great games. I just need to play them. Yeah, I think Odyssey is the top 
and then Origins probably. But yeah, I need you've to play more that, of so. Valhalla. I'm yeah. about 50 hours through that game at this point. Which sounds like a lot, but a if lot. you're trying to do everything, big old game. Big old murder tree. Yep. What's so up next? That's kind of, that sets the tone for E3, I, I suppose. Because that's, you know, Saturday at noon. There's not going to be much earlier than that. Yeah, so, it's just, it's going to be weird. Is, just keep keep your eyes on news feeds to figure out when things are happening. No, that, that no everything's going to be leaked before. Also, that, at least there's not like people in person that can leak, you know, pre-show stuff and, you know, rehearsal things. Yeah, so true. Maybe they'll be able to keep it better under wraps, but <laughs> so far that's not been the case. Yeah, maybe, just maybe. So up next, uh, XCloud Beta is coming to iOS and PC this week, but not the way that us awesome Android users are getting it. So um, this is going to be the same way that Luna works, right? Browser-based streaming service. Yep. To circumvent Apple's dumb rules. I was going to say, like, I think on PC, browser-based is fine. Like, you're at your right. computer. It makes sense. browser-based at that point, right? you got to have a launcher. Yeah, like, well, that's the thing. You either have a launcher or you go through a browser. But, like, if you have yeah. a smartphone, why in the world would I have to open up Safari? Right? That's the Apple one. Like, I don't want to open mm-hmm. Safari and type in. I mean, sure, save it in your favorites and click it from the bar. It's weird, but uh, it'll be interesting. So this is a closed beta because I went – as soon as I saw it was coming to beta, I was like, oh, crap, I need to get in on this. But it was invite only, so – Apparently, I haven't played you enough. You got to spend lots of money with Apple. <laughs> Some, well, even for the the PC browser one, I don't That's know. That's true. I'm not in it. I want to be in it, but it'll it'll open up at some point, obviously. But they're doing the smart thing sure. where they're letting small groups of people in so they can make sure it's functioning right. It. So when it gets out to yeah. everybody, it's working the way it should. But like, it works fine on Android. No complaints, right? Whatsoever. If you're on good internet, it's great. So, uh, this is it. I'm just super excited about this now because I played Luna from a PC. So, right. So, if they can get it to work as good or if not better, then yeah, hooray! In for a treat. So, if you're in that beta program, good for you. So Have fun. Let us know how you got there. <laughs> that too, because we're not in that circle. Um, GameStop CEO is stepping down. So what a roller coaster! Finance. Yeah, it's more of a finance type story. But uh, yeah, um, let's see. George Sherman is the current CEO, and he announced today that he's stepping down. So he said he'll step down his post on July 31st, or sooner if a replacement is found and appointed before then. The GameStop board of directors whose new chair is none of the other than billionaire pet food executive Ryan Cohen. That's right. They came in and what was it? That's Chewy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Sherman for his significant contributions to the company since he became CEO back in April of 2019. So now they're looking for somebody with the right skills to meet changing business requirements and to lead GameStop into the future. That all came from GameSpot.com. If you want to read the full article, but, uh, I don't know. Kick Rock Sherman. Who cares? GameStop sucks. <laughs> yeah. Ryan made a good point, though. He made all the money because, like, the biggest news stories we've oh, had yeah. are GameStop Dude, stock out. went 
through the stupid roof to the moon and then the ceo is like Are we good homies i'm out <laughs> like, yeah good I'm, for you bro this is my letter of resignation good all my you. options are vested peace i'm gonna go buy an island with the gta boys yeah exactly uh so yeah craziness but i don't like when i saw this story this morning i was like yeah this makes sense sure quite the golden parachute huh it's a good it's a good time to get out if you're the ceo of gamestop dude the stock's back up again i don't know what's going on reddit <laughs> yeah exactly reddit and tiktok there's, there's no real value there but whatever good for those people that are so, making, yeah. a, making some money maybe the new ceo will come in and not want to gouge its customers like the the old company did but how else do they make money exactly especially in this market where i don't need to leave my desk <laughs> i haven't been to gamestop since i don't know before COVID. i tried to find a ps5 <laughs> oh, okay and they were you know they had the lines or whatever and then they were they were like we got four so one two three four you guys get them there's no point in and anyone they, else standing I, here okay yeah they held the other six back so the employees could buy them and sell them on offer up craziness allegedly <sighs> yeah so one more story um this came out this is weird uh square enix came out of the blue and just said hey we're not for sale so apparently there was rumors of a bidding war going on with square square enix last week and they decided that they needed to make a press announcement that says we do not consider selling off the company or any part of its business, nor have we received any offer from a third party to acquire the company or any part of its businesses. So wherever those rumors started, they can go back because it's not true. And that's the according thing. to it, it, it. You know, we could find out next month that Sony owns square. You know what I mean? That because it's kind of like these don't come out of like nowhere and it was originally right. reported by bloomberg japan so it's not like it's not a not reputable source like bloomberg i would it's say the onion pretty legit right uh so i don't know and their stock went up like 13 percent, 14 percent, or something when these rumors came out uh sure as soon as i saw them i was like papa phil microsoft you buying another one yeah is this it? Uh, but they've got so many exclusives already with PlayStation that... That's why this would know, be they've... insanity. But it's also another reason that Sony buying them makes a ton of sense. Like, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Gate that, out that all of Microsoft. That makes way more sense, especially with Xenomax just going to, you know... To Microsoft, everybody, Even right. if Sony doesn't feel like they need to, you know, shoot back, everybody's telling them they have to and... At some point, the peer pressure or the FOMO of not getting that next hot developer is going to, you know, catch up to them and they're going to pull the trigger on something. Yeah. So, yeah, as quickly as it was reported that they were up for sale, uh, it was quickly reported that we're not for sale. So they say. At what point do you think that, like, the federal trade commission will get involved and say that like, you know, Sony and Microsoft have been just basically curbying up or hoovering up for all my UK friends. Um, all the, uh, 
all the smaller guys and basically there's two companies at this point is that i know that's not a monopoly because there's two but that still feels and you have everything on like steam and epic and like pc is still huge when they have tons of stuff that yeah but sony just spent 200 another 200 million in epic last week yeah I don't know. Because they went for another series of whatever they do but now, to get like, more money. Days Gone, I think, just came out on PC. So it's like they're also sharing with PC, like Sony has been, with a lot of their first-party stuff. So I don't think they have a choice but to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. Microsoft's got all their stuff pretty much everywhere, and unless you own a PlayStation 4 or 5, you can't touch it. True. But, I mean, as far as FTC coming in and having any say about, hey, stop buying these studios, I don't... I guess if, you know, Microsoft bought Sony, then somebody would probably step in and say, no, you guys can't do that. Yeah, like, as soon as Microsoft buys Nintendo and Sony, then you've got an issue, (laughs) sure. But until that day, I think think everybody's good. Well, you still got the the Soldier Boy console. That thing made a comeback, so... They'll always have that competition. Uh, bring back the ooh yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, uh, that's about everything I've got. Uh, there was one more story. Let me get out of Discord real quick. Um, basically, Sony backtracked on everything they were saying about the. Oh, they're PS3 shutting down the PS3 and, and the Vita, Vita stores, right? Yeah. No, they're they're not anymore. Or the, they, well, they they were this, right. Right. But, but like, uh, uh, they just came out with a press announcement today. Here it is right here. It says, uh, this is from PlayStation. This is from Jim Ryan. It says, recently we notified players that PlayStation Store for PS3 and PS Vita devices was planned to end this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision. Today I'm happy, happy to announce that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP, you're dead. <laughs> I like further uh, after further reflection. Like no, after yeah. you got lit up by Twitter and Reddit, you were like, okay, maybe this isn't a after good. After reading the com, after reading the comment <laughs> section, I've completely changed my opinion on this subject. A hundred percent, that's what happened. So that's funny. Um, one other little the internet thing. wins again, as they do more and more now dude it's undefeated no dude the internet is undefeated it is never lost true um one last little uh newsworthy tidbit uh new xbox update made it so that you can suspend all of your games when you're downloading something you had brought this to my attention first as like hey i was like my internet speeds are really slow for downloading this game you're like do you have other games open right now and I was like, oh, I do. And as soon as I quit out of all of them, my speeds went up by like 200 megabits per second. Uh, now they're going to have least. an actual, when you look at the download queue, it'll there's a suspend all games like oh, button nice. there. So you can just shut everything down so that your download takes priority and uh, you can get through it that way. It also added back achievements to the Xbox app because I guess those weren't in there for a while, but now those are back. Uh, so that, that was oh, cool. Yeah, because I, I did notice that because I would be looking for hours of gameplay or anything like that, and you can't find any of that in the Xbox app, and it was so frustrating. All like anytime you tried to pull up any of the games you were playing, it would just pull it up on the store. Yep. 
So uh, that's those appear to be back in the Xbox app, apparently. So good for Sweet. people that want to track that kind of stuff. But yeah, small little things. Good weekend news. Yeah, I feel like I've talked enough. Yeah, let me do a little more talking. Then we can get out of here. Games coming out this week. Uh, there's a few big ones, um, starting with MLB The Show 21 coming out the day of the podcast, Tuesday, April 20th. That's going to be on Xbox uh, through Game Pass, day and date, if that's your thing. And I I hate the Rockies so much right now that I almost don't even want to play this game. I think I'll just pick a different team. Well, I mean, I think that's the, that's the best reason to pick up a game like this is to pick your own team <laughs> and make them great again. That's true. But I just get the farm team scrubs that, you know, get traded away in two or three years once they actually have a following and fans and stuff. Yeah. I know there were rumblings of doing a, a CAG league. So at the very least, oh, yeah. hop in and try to do like a game a week or something. That could be fun. Um, fun. No doubt. Fun. I got to pick a team that nobody else wants, though. So I guess I could be the Astros dirty cheaters there you go we'll just assume you're cheating through the xbox somehow <laughs> they've got a good squad regardless if they're cheating or not so yep. um all right uh thursday april 22nd moto gp 21 that's your motorcycle racing game uh friday april 23rd yeah. near replicant version 1.22474487139 is coming out on xbox playstation and pc isn't there a dot 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 after that? Probably. Yeah, or yes, I think there actually <laughs> is. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's like pie, it never ends. God, it's terrible. Uh and also the same day, Friday, April twenty third, uh Judgment is coming out on Series X, or it's getting its Series X, Series S, PS five edition. Uh Judgment was that standalone Yakuza spinoff game. Uh, that I know a lot of people okay. enjoyed that. So uh, if you've never played it before, this Friday might be a good time to go out and get that uh, for upgraded. The upgraded version. Is that in Game Pass or no? Is that the one that's not in Game Pass? It's probably the one that's the only Yakuza game that's not in Game Pass. Not. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure, though. It might be. So it, it's it's worth looking to see if it's sure. there. Uh, what else we have? Games with Gold. Viking Wolves of Midgard until April 30th truck racing championships until May 15th and hardcore uprising April 30th. Uh, that's on the Xbox 360. So still time to get all those games. PlayStation plus you got days gone and zombie army Four dead war on PlayStation four. And then I think odd world soul storm is good through the end of the month. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's good through all of April. So, three games that are probably worth picking up for free. So get it done. We did it. We did it again. Another podcast in the bags. You're on mute and I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh, did I just give you a money sheesh too? Did you throw it in somewhere later? I'll throw it in. Sheesh. I love it. Uh, Ryan in chat also just said Horizon Zero Dawn should be available for free too, as of right now. Oh, for the uh, what is it actually called? I don't think it's called Play Date, like Stay at Home, Play at Home. Yeah, Play at Home. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, yep. I think it started the seventeenth. Okay. But it's only for a limited time. It's only for like a month. 
but yeah, if you've got a PlayStation, definitely go pick this game up if you haven't. Yeah, that game's incredible. So if that's free, good call, Ryan. If that isn't true. It is true. Well, guess I won't threaten Ryan then. All right. I reported it on the uh, one podcast that you abandoned me on. Oh, good. Perfect. Sorry. Will never happen again, probably, most likely. We'll Don't see. you ever go on vacation again. No more vacations. All right, let's plug this thing up. Streamerlinks.com slash CAG podcast has links to everything, including our merch store. So you don't have to have Moose try to read it off next time. I'm a good reader. You did a great job. Uh, has links <laughs> to our Discord where we all hang out daily, chat about whatever and everything and all that good stuff. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to the podcast, make sure to rate it, review it, leave a comment, all that fun stuff. Our VIP episode comes out a few weeks from now, maybe one more than a few. Uh, if you want to become a VIP, two ways to do it, patreon.com slash CAG podcast. If you're subbed there, you can get in yourself into the drawing. Twitch.tv slash CrossAtlanticGaming if you're subbed there. You can also get yourself into the drawing. If you're subbed in both places, buy two, get one free. Get yourself an extra entry into the drawing. If you want to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. And lastly... If you need to reach out via email for anything, cagpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of me, I am at Risky the Kid Everywhere. Moose, how about you? Um, Moosenstein8314, <laughs> most places. I almost forgot. I was going to have to say it for you there. That was close. Next time, please do. Yep. <laughs> All righty. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. Catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. Peace out. one's only funny because we talked about jeff bezos 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 good lord bezos for a second what does jeff bezos do before bed Mm -hmm. he puts on his or you know i screwed up the joke this is terrible he puts his pajamas on (coughs) pajamas on do you know why bees become indecisive after april because they're maybes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's the genius that decided to call it emotional baggage and not grief case? Grief case. Like a brief that case. would be way better, wouldn't it? Yep. Roses are red. April is gray. In about 11 days, it's going to be May. <laughs> I hate you so much.